Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Go With It podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth all from a balanced and relatable perspective. So today we are joined by a special guest. We have a new addition to our family, which if you saw my Instagram stories, you probably already know what I'm talking about, but we recently found a kitten in our complex. We've actually seen her around for a few weeks and we started feeding her last week and then on monday my boyfriend was at the gym early in the morning and the kitten was outside of the gym ended up following him up to our apartment and we ended up just taking her inside and so we have been preoccupied with her all week long and we originally weren't planning on keeping her because if you don't already know we do have four cats as it is we were planning on finding a home for her but we haven't been able to and i don't really want to take her to the shelter because if you know you know shelters are already overcrowded and i just feel so bad taking her to a shelter knowing she could just be here with us and so the plan was just to keep her with us until we find a home for her but we haven't been able to so it looks like we might be keeping her which if i could save all the cats and all the animals i totally would so i have no problem with it but it was definitely not a planned decision but i feel like these kinds of things never really are yeah it's been an adjustment especially because she is a kitten and we still need to get her tested and vaccinated so we've been very cautious with keeping her away from the other cats and keeping her separated so that's been a big task this week but she's honestly the sweetest thing you guys she is super sweet and affectionate she's a tortie and she does not like being alone which is one thing that i've noticed about her so she is here with me in my office as i'm recording this week's episode but we still don't have a name for her actually we've just been referring to her as the baby or the kitten so if you have any name suggestions dm me let me know because i cannot figure out what we want to call her but anyways that's been honestly the biggest life update this week if you caught my other instagram story you saw that i posted that i've been having what i call a bare minimum kind of week which is exactly what it sounds like me doing the absolute bare minimum and just focusing on the things that i need to get done this week has really been about taking it slow giving myself permission to sleep a little bit longer ease up on my workouts and not really pressure myself into having to perform or create or be productive and just meeting myself where i'm at and this is what i like to call embracing slow productivity to me, slow productivity means doing fewer tasks but making each one count and instead of juggling, let's say, 10 small tasks, I might focus on one or two key projects that truly matter and are important and what made me really embrace this concept of slow productivity is understanding more the different phases of our cycle, which I've talked about so many times on my podcast and on my YouTube channel about cycle syncing and the different phases. And ever since learning about this topic, I've 
been experimenting with adjusting my daily routines to sync up with whatever phase I find myself in that week. So for instance, during my luteal phase, which is the week leading up to your period, which was the phase that I was in this last week, I have created a specific routine for that phase, which I like to call my slow productivity routine. And I turn to this routine when I'm not feeling my absolute best, but I still need to get things done, but I still want to prioritize slowing down and taking care of myself. And the great thing about being in tune with my cycle is that I can plan ahead and I can adapt my work schedule and my life according to whatever phase that I'm in. And this whole concept has really taught me how to work with my body, with my energy. Instead of working against it, it's been such a life-changing habit that I've implemented into my life. So through the research that I've done, through trial and error, I've definitely picked up a few tips that help me to stay productive while avoiding burnout. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to share this podcast with anyone who you think may also enjoy our conversations and that is all i have to say for now so without further ado let's go ahead and get into today's episode so i have about five really practical and tangible tips that help me to stay productive and avoid burnout at the same time and the first tip that i want to get into focuses on mindset and this tip is especially important for those of us who find ourselves caught up in hyper productivity and base our self-worth on how productive we are each day and a simple truth that i've come to learn is slowing down and allowing yourself to rest is productive and even more importantly, is necessary. And I also have to constantly remind myself that when I decide to hit the pause button, that's not going to send me spiraling backward or cause me to lose some of the momentum that I've built up. You might have heard this comparison from me before, but I think it's worth repeating, which is maintaining this constant hustle and grind mode and never allowing yourself to rest slow down or recharge is similar to running a car into the ground because you skip the oil changes and you fail to upkeep your maintenance routine which is necessary for a car to function properly and it's just a recipe for your car breaking down or in our case for us burning out i understand firsthand that for many of us slowing down and pausing doesn't come naturally or easily especially if we've been conditioned to believe that we have to be doing something at all times or we see ourselves as lazy as unproductive as unmotivated individuals so when i sense it's time to embrace a slower, more intentional routine, the first thing that I do is adjust my mindset. And I remind myself that doing a little less in the moment doesn't mean achieving less in the grand scheme of things. And it doesn't mean that I'm worth less or that I am not making progress in my life. With this tip, it's really about granting yourself the permission to take those very necessary breaks in order to avoid burnout in the future. My second tip is all about understanding your needs. So one thing that I've come to realize is that there are multiple ways to slow down or to nourish ourselves. 
I actually talked about this in a recent podcast episode called Restoring Wellness and Recovering from Burnout, where I talked about the seven different types of rest, which if you're someone who's constantly feeling tired or burnt out, I highly recommend listening to that episode. There's a quiz that I include in that episode that helps you determine which type of rest you need and how to give yourself the proper rest. With this in mind, when I'm contemplating on slowing down and recharging or having a more slow, productive type of routine, I ask myself a few key questions in order to understand better what I need. The first question I ask myself, which is pretty standard, is how am I feeling? This is all about tuning into my own emotional state. I also like to ask where is my energetic and social battery at right now so I can assess my energy levels and how much social interaction I can handle that week and also how can I make my life easier this week. Maybe it's meal prepping, maybe it's planning my errands in one day so I'm not constantly in and out of the apartment or asking for help in some way. And the last question that I like to ask myself is what is going to make me feel good this week? For example, this week it was focusing on doing less things but more important tasks and also embracing being more cozy. So like wearing cozier outfits and cooking cozier meals, those things really helped me to feel good this week as well as prioritizing or organizing my apartments because that's something that I've been putting off. It's important to note that every time I go through this process, it can vary depending on what's happening in my life. So these questions help me gain a very clear understanding of where I'm at and what I need to prioritize in order to stay productive and avoid burnout. Tip number three is all about prioritizing what's most important. So when I'm in this era of embracing slow productivity, one thing that I've picked up is the art of prioritization. It's all about identifying those absolute must-dos and allowing everything else to fall into the if I can get to it, great, if not, no big deal category. And this simple shift has been a game changer for me in avoiding that overwhelming feeling of not doing enough and also avoiding burnout as well. And what I found is that even on those days when I only managed to tackle one thing on my to-do list, I still feel this sense of accomplishment because I know that what I'm doing is of importance and of value. So during these productive but slower seasons, I like to give priority to tasks that I've been avoiding or putting on the back burner instead of trying to multitask five different projects and not completing any of them at the end of the week. So tip number four, which kind of ties into tip number three, is to not overbook my schedule. So I don't know if anyone else can relate to doing this, but I find myself overbooking myself or planning to meet up with friends and booking like multiple workout classes and jotting down in overwhelming and ridiculous to-do lists. And then when the time comes to actually do all these commitments, I realize that I don't have the energy or the capacity to do any of those things. And usually this happens when I'm not intentional about what I'm planning and when I'm planning it. So like I mentioned during my luteal phase, this is a time where I like to slow down and I like to be 
by myself a lot more and I like to keep things very chill so when I plan like a million things during that phase of my cycle that is definitely working against what I actually am craving and needing so there are definitely weeks when I am all up for these types of activities and I have the energy to do all the things and then some but during those slower weeks I much rather be lounging around staying in instead of going out and doing less instead of doing the most so during these times I try to keep that in mind and avoid overloading my schedule or desperately seeking ways to cram more into my day instead I try to strike a balance between again what I have to do and what is important and give myself time and space in my schedule to match what my current energy level is so I won't book as much throughout my day or my week as I will where I have more energy and things like that. For me, the biggest lessons have been recognizing when to say no and making small adjustments that respect my needs and just keeping in mind that during certain times of the month, I really don't have the same energy and the same motivation that I do during different times. This has made such a huge difference in not burning out as well, but still getting the important things done. And again, this combined with the mindset of it's productive to slow down and I'm not losing momentum for saying no to certain projects or declining social events or whatever the case is, has been extremely helpful. And the last tip that I have, which kind of combines all of the other tips, in one is meeting yourself where you are and giving yourself grace during these times. So this past week, I had every intention of working out, but if I'm completely honest, it just did not happen. I did not work out once this week. I also had to reschedule a few meetings and push certain dates back and I totally could have beaten myself up about these things, but instead I choose to acknowledge that I did what I could do this week and my body needed extra rest clearly because I was tired this week and I know at the end of the day that I did what needed to be done. One of the many downsides of hustle culture is this idea that you're falling short or somehow failing if you're not constantly juggling a million things. And it's so easy to slip into that mindset, especially when you don't check off everything on your to-do list or you don't hit all your goals. But I've had to make the conscious decision to unsubscribe from such unrealistic standards that frankly i have no desire of meeting anyways so instead i've embraced the notion of meeting myself exactly where i'm at and giving myself the grace to navigate the ebb and flow of my phases and just understanding that there will be times where i have the momentum the energy the desire to do a million things in one day and i feel a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment at the end of it and then there are times where you know the most that I want to do is clean up my apartment and watch some mindless reality tv and cook myself dinner and I've just learned to be okay with the different phases that I go through pretty much every week every month and meet myself where I'm at 
So these are the five tips that help me to maximize my productivity while avoiding burnout. But the biggest takeaway that I want everyone to leave from today's episode is that productivity does not define how successful you are, how you you should view yourself, your worthiness, or any of those aspects. As someone who used to base my self-worth, my everything on productivity and hustling and grinding, I'm here to tell you that isn't the end-all be-all. The more that I learn about myself, my body, my needs, my desires, everything, the more I come to realize that I am here to create balance in my life and that it isn't healthy to be all or nothing in any aspect, meaning it's not healthy to be productive and focus on hustling 24-7, but at the same time, it's not healthy to just be so go with the flow or unmotivated or unproductive either. And it really is about cultivating a balance, a healthy balance, whatever that might look like to you, that doesn't necessarily mean it's 50-50. Balance can look and be different for each and every one of us. For example, for me, balance might look like Monday through Friday, I focus on work. I focus on my healthy habits and my goals and I'm very like in my zone in my do not disturb era and then the weekend is where I let loose a little bit and I have fun and I socialize and I don't worry about work or balance could look like integrating wellness healthy habits productivity habits throughout the day and also sprinkling in a little bit of self-care and catching up with friends and happy hour throughout the day as well. It really is not a one-size-fits-all but the biggest thing to take away is that productivity does not define who you are as a person. It does not mean you are better or less than anyone else because you do less or do more or whatever the case is. And the biggest thing that I want to remind you all is to not compare yourself to how much the next person is doing because you really don't know the whole story at the end of the day, which is why I strive to be as authentic and honest as possible, which is why I decided to share on my stories the other day that I had a bare minimum kind of week because I think it's so easy to come across a page like mine and you see my content and you think that I'm like productive all of the time, but it's because I'm not sharing the moments where I'm not being productive, where I'm not working out, where, you know, I'm not checking things off my to-do list unless I actually share with you that I'm not doing those things, which is, again, the reason why I decided to share on my stories. I had a bare minimum week this week so that I can be honest and real and let you guys know that no one, no matter what their social media page looks like, no matter who they are, is productive all of the time, nor is it healthy to be productive all the time. You know, sometimes we need a chill girls night where we just talk about like the latest TikTok trend and what's happening in pop culture and not necessarily have a deep life conversation about our goals. It's great when you can do both. It's great to have both, but I'm just saying that it's not always necessary. And so that is all I have to really say for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you were able to take away some tips for 
for yourself or have a new insight or perspective when it comes to productivity and balance and self-care and all of that good stuff if you did enjoy this episode i would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode post it on your instagram stories and tag me in it so i can thank you for listening and we can continue the conversation and as a final reminder be sure to check out our sponsor for today's episode if you are looking to upgrade your deodorant in your life and you want something that's more clean highly recommend checking out lumi deodorant again you can use my code glow at checkout to save a little money that is all i have to say so as always until next time remember to just glow with it